Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. All right, we're recording. Goddamn recording. Oh, Jesus. That's a black ass recording. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest mm. show on mm-hmm. earth. What's that? Mm. I can't even finish. Mm. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. Oh my god, we are a full bottle of fancy yeah. French rose wine that somebody gave us. We are down with that bottle. Yep. And we just finished watching the finale and the one hour special uncut scene, uncut whatever afterwards. I'm drunk and I got a lot to say. Yeah, that's all I got. That's what I'm gonna start yeah. off. Yeah, no, we have a lot to say. But Jesus Christ! Before we get into it, you know what time it is, you guys. We do have some church announcements. Church announcements this week. Yes, we do. And this week is more exciting. Than it has been in the past. Very exciting church announcement. So, this week for the live after the final rose, what is it called? After show? Special that'll be airing tomorrow, Tuesday. Tuesday? We will be recapping with the one and the only. recapping the after the after the after final rose <laughs> special and doing a little sit down interview with our favorite girl CN Fleming mm-hmm. we'll be posting that episode on Friday yep so you guys don't want to miss it mm-hmm. it's gonna be a good one mm-hmm. and then the week after that mm-hmm. we'll be interviewing the black Barbie doll in human form yes Lauren G Lauren G she's got a lot to say yes she was on Bachelor and Bachelor Winter Games she went home early on Bachelor Winter Games yeah but she was there mm-hmm. so we're gonna dig into her whole experience um, and that's gonna be next week so yep. don't miss that and we have more to come so more to come as we said keep sticking around mm-hmm. alright you know we're black we keep working <laughs> you know we got a full five job <laughs> god <laughs> Oh my gosh, as always, rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to us every week, or even if you just tune in for the last two episodes like I did previously to this, then rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love it, love it, love it so much. Yes, please do. 
Um, and now we're going to get into some of the emails that we sent, got sent this week. We got a lot of emails. We got a lot of emails. We love reading them, you guys. Yes. They're so nice. Every time one comes in my inbox, I get so excited. So you guys don't even know. Yeah. Me and Justine are two little fledgling <laughs> black girls in New York doing this shit for fun. So it's just wild that so many people are listening to us. And when we say rate, review, subscribe, yeah. send us emails, like it gives us encouragement. Mm-hmm. And it's really not only just the encouragement, but you guys send us a lot of insider stuff, yeah. um, a lot of articles and things that we miss. Um, and it's just cool to hear from people around the world listening to us. So please continue to do it mm-hmm. this week was really great we got a lot of emails it was. it was awesome and it just makes our vision bigger yes you know our vision for this podcast was really teeny tiny before at least mine was for mm-hmm. sure mm-hmm. and now it's gotten so so huge and we just thank you so much exactly. um first shout out goes to jordan thank you jordan for your comments and also for your comments on kevin specifically <laughs> and how he just looks like the first neanderthal human <laughs> hilarious i cackled mm-hmm. um vanessa thank you for listening Listening. Again, we are here for you. Um, if we're the two best friends in your head, uh, you know, watching on the couch with you, despite your shady husband and your shady baby, that is <laughs> fine with us. <laughs> oh, she said she had a shady three-year-old. Um, then Alexandra, thank you for your comments and your analysis too. We love your guys' analysis and just hearing everybody's thoughts and opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, Brianna had a specific request. Yeah. She wanted us to just talk about Black Panther. <laughs> and while both of us have now seen it twice, yep. I don't know if we'll be doing that. Yeah. We're, we're a little, I can't even lie, we're a little booked. We're a little booked up. We're a little booked and busy, Brianna. I don't know if we'll get to it. And a podcast on Black Panther, that would be just too many. No, that would have its own So many thoughts. We would need its own avatar. It would need its own thing. I can't do that. Mm -mm. Nope. Appreciate you want to hear it. Yes! And go see it again, Brianna. Go see it three, four times. Mm -hmm. Um, Madison! She's a younger listener. She's in high school. Thank you for listening, Madison. And I'd love to know, like, when you're listening. Like, are you listening back from the track meet? Like, when are you listening? Are you listening between, on the bus? In between periods? Right. Okay. Study hall? Like, right. are you listening to this? I would love to know. Um, and then, Julia, thank you for your email and your analysis as well. Um, and then, Giselle, thank you for your email. I emailed you a recipe. You guys, Giselle really told us about the negative side of men not getting pedicures. <laughs> Um, and as you know, I have a real disdain for men who even just enter the nail salon who are not paying for all of us to get our nails done. Right. So, thank you, Giselle, for that other perspective. And I emailed you a recipe, so tell your husband to get out that peppermint oil and acetic healing clay. Um, <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give her a little recipe for us. Oh, my God. Because you know you can do this at home. Yeah. You know? Um... Nicole gave us the funniest insight about Kendall's Forever 21 track. We said it here first. Natasha called it. I called it. Kendall's <laughs> final dress. The black geometric on pure waist long black dress. I said it looked like it was from Forever 21. Mm-hmm. What's Who, who emailed us? Nicole. Nicole. Nicole confirmed that that is a Forever 21 dress. Thank you very oh much, Nicole. God. And why is it still on sale? Why? 
is on sale. I feel like you could put a jean jacket over it and like wear it to work. Yeah. Oh, easy. <laughs> That's a very versatile dress. Day to night. Oh, it's a day to night dress. Yeah, it is. Kendall, I hope you're still wearing it now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Mariah emailed us from Seattle about Ari's whack ass tattoo that literally know. means nothing. Uh, he, yeah. I, I don't know. I have a. a Tattoos? Yeah. This is something permanent on your body. Mm-hmm. I have one on my foot. Mm. It needs to be something very sentimental to you. Mm-hmm. And when I turn to you and ask you, what does that mean to you? I'm expecting a full-fledged response. Yeah. Ari has some bullshit. What she said? It was from Les Mis? Yeah, it's from Les Mis, and he just liked the play. <sighs> <laughs> Response. No, uh-uh. you know he don't, and you know that he has a little uh, fear of commitment. Let's say, right? You know, he, he not even fear. He doesn't even know what it means. I don't think it's shocking that he has tattoos, right? But it's also not because he probably doesn't know what that means. Yeah. Of like, yeah, this goes on forever. He's probably like, oh, okay, <laughs> and doesn't know, like, can't register. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we're saving our most juiciest email for last Miss Lucy B from Australia hey Ozzy, girl Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> um, she emailed us about a young lady named Courtney Robertson who mm-hmm. is Ari's tenant so Court, we talked about Courtney last uh, yes. two episodes ago with the mm-hmm. woman tell all Courtney was on Ugly Ben ugly not Ben Higgins the other ugly one mm-hmm. she won Mm-hmm. She was the villain who became the winner. She was the model, pretty blah 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 blah. blah. And then the <laughs> girls came for her entire throat and trachea on the woman tell all because she was talking so much mess in the confessionals. But turns out we didn't know this, but they like dated, full on dated yeah, Ari and this girl. Yeah, and I guess now she rents from Ari. So apparently Ari owns the building or the apartment that she lives in mm-hmm. in Scottsdale. I'm assuming. And he's a real estate agent. That didn't shock me. And he is her landlord. Mm-hmm. He is dropping by on the mm-hmm. first of every week to pick up that check. Or if something's broken, if the plumbing ain't working. I, this already don't even sound the right. The plumbing is clogged. Courtney. Mm-hmm. Mess. Mess. Um, so like, just learning yeah, that, that, that's just context for everything yep. that we now know about Ari mm-hmm. and have learned about Ari and watching this finale that just broke down. Just keep yeah. in mind, his ex, Courtney, who was a very good-looking model yeah. Yeah. that he dated once before, is one of his tenants. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. <laughs> this nigga ain't shit. <laughs> Because oh we certainly did while watching this. Oh, sure do. And then also, shout out to Becky K. Lucy B. informed us mm. um, of a picture of her giving the finger outside of Trump rally. Yes. <laughs> yes. So shout out to you, Becca, because I remember from your um, bio mm-hmm. that she liked to listen to Sister Act 2 and her oh. racist-ass friends said no turn that off that's embarrassing that was Becca that was Becca K from the bio I was like damn she in Minnesota like right no it's like kind of weird out there that's my big elephant in the room for me for each of these girls I'm thinking who did you vote for especially these flyover state girls especially yeah Yeah. so it was very refreshing to see that photo thank you Lucy of uh, Becca giving the finger to Trump Mm -hmm. and absolutely no shout out to Lauren B Lauren B 
Her mom's Twitter is apparently all MAGA all the time. Mm-hmm. And her, Lauren B. herself, is following Tommy Lauren, her twin, on Ooh. Instagram. Read between the lines, y'all. Between the lines. I am between the lines. Let's look at the picture. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. You already know where I stand with Lauren B. Yeah, right. And seeing that email from Lucy, I was like, well, <laughs> what I say? Just confirmed it. Just confirmed. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. All right, we gotta go into this this episode now. Yeah, let's go into this three hours. My heart feels heavy. Me too. You got what are your initial thoughts of everything we just watched? Initial thoughts are, um, just that this is way more real than I anticipated it being. Oh yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. this is when I think of reality show. In these years, I really think of a lot of fake, a lot of scripted, a lot of, like, just adjusted and just not real. But mm-hmm. this right here is some real stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Because, like, The Bachelor, they are the masters of editing. Yeah. And creating stories. That, I mean, this whole season was boring as yes. fuck. But they still what? put together a season. Yep. Mm-hmm. But what we just watched here was just like real raw, mm-hmm. real life. Yeah, there was no editing. I mean, they showed us the unedited clips yeah, and clip. stuff, but you can't, you can't give Becca a script. No, in this moment, this no. is real rawness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's hard. This is real hard to watch. Yeah, my initial thoughts. I'm ready to fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to scrap with somebody. I don't know if it's Lauren B. I don't know if it's Ari. I don't know if it's I just want to choke somebody out right now. <laughs> you would kill Lauren B. with one hand. Uh, I know. Oh my god. Like I, I feel for shockingly both of these girls. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Because 100%. I mean, and we'll get to it, but I was heartbroken for Lauren B. Mm-hmm. And then I'm devastated right now for Becca. Yeah. And we have this ancient guy who was <laughs> the cause of everyone's heartbreak right now. Wait, when you said that, at first I heard ancient. Uh, nope. <laughs> ancient. Ancient. Shit. Yes. Put it together. Ari the ancient ate shit guy. Oh, wow. Who is in the middle of all of this heartbreak. Who placed himself, plopped himself right in the plopped middle. Plopped him right in the middle. Just, like, loving it. Could have avoided all of this, and we, we'll go through it. Moments where he could have just really saved himself, yeah. but he didn't. Um, and, yeah, it's just hard to watch. It really was. It's real invasive. It's uncomfortable. I feel like I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. Watching Becca's breakdown. And yeah. Stuff like, like just, ugh, too much. Real, real too much. But, however, mm-hmm. always and forever, shout out to the Peter and Rachel breakup that will never be topped. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Even never. still. Even still. Even still. After this breakup, nearly. Still didn't touch. It didn't really touch didn't touch it. it. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right on that. Um, all right, so let's just go. Yes. Dive into this episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I'm, like, nervous to get into it. <laughs> I don't know where this episode's going to go. I have so much to say. So, we open up, and Chris Harrison is with a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. He said Ari is the most controversial bachelor in history. That's a big claim. That's a big claim. Yeah. And... It's not far off. Really? There have been, I mean, we had, I think, 
is his name Brad Womack? Sure. Who got down to two girls and didn't mm-hmm. propose to either. Mm-hmm. And people fucking hated him. Mm-hmm. And then he... I hope I get this right. He came back for a second season. No, he didn't. They gave this dude another Brad. chance. Yeah. Show somebody else and still ain't work out. Okay. Um, we had Juan Pablo. Oh my god. This season. <laughs> he was very controversial. He sent Claire he home. He had his last girl at the end. He wouldn't say I love you still yeah, as still. he was... You know, not even proposed her. No, he wouldn't say I love you in like marriage boot camp. On even on marriage boot camp, he still (laughs) was holding out. We had Begin Higgins, who told two Mm. girls I love you. That was the first time. That was pretty controversial. And we had Jason Mesnick as well, who did the switcheroo, Mm -hmm. the original switcheroo. So, all right, yeah, pretty controversial. I'm not the most, but he's up there Mm -hmm. with the the league of ancient niggas. Um, and then Chris lets us know that at the end there's going to be a climactic scene that is completely unedited, mm. which is letting you know how edited the rest of the show is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if he's pointing out that the scene is yeah. unedited. So. so off rip, we're just going into the episode with that. So we open up and they are in Cusco, Peru. Mm-hmm. Ari, um, you know, lets us know again. I've, I've told both of these girls I love them. So I don't even know how I'm going to deal with that. (laughs) So eloquent. (laughs) So eloquent. Always sorry. Um, Becca, you know, we hear her. I know who, um, or he says, I know who she is. Mm -hmm. I don't have any worries about us Mm -hmm. after this. Faloran, he said, there's more of a risk there. I've had intense feelings for her from the moment. But I'm basing my decision off of small moments here and there. Which Oh my god. Uh, this is this is their relationship. Yep. The both of them, mostly him, and mm-hmm. he said this multiple times that he is he gets glimpses of her. Mm-hmm. He has formed a relationship, a love for her off of this and that, here and there. He said it multiple times. This is not basis for love, in my opinion. No. But you know what? Who am I to judge, apparently? <laughs> I don't know. I've never fallen in love with somebody off of glimpses. Off of glimpses. No. Oof. God. So, Ari's family's in town. They're here. He's talking to his dad already about his struggles going back and forth. So, the first girl to meet the family is Lauren B. Mm-hmm. She's nervous, as always. She meets the whole family. We meet his... It was his two brothers and a sister? Two brothers, sister, and then the brother's wife. Wife. The brother who just got married. Yes. The wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom and the dad are there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lauren, she meets the whole family. One of the brother, first question. Which date stands out to you? Oof. This is a question to Lauren. Lauren just... <laughs> She doesn't give us anything. Still, even with the family here, we're not getting much. So she, I'm so nervous. Oh my God, sorry. I'm nervous. Um, You know what? You know, all of them stand out to me. And after she said that, you guys, I heard the deepest black sigh from Natasha. (laughs) Just from the bowels of the ancestors. (laughs) The sigh. Oh my God. What the fuck is this shit? What I wrote down is Lauren B. In this moment, to me, she was like, 
it felt like I was watching Miss America and they're like, what is your most important, yes. you know, issue of the world? And she's like, world peace. <laughs> she's that blonde girl with the flippy hair. Yes. Yeah. What, what's one thing you want to change? Mm-hmm. World peace. That was that answer for yeah. me. Lame. So they sit down to have dinner. Lauren gives a lame. Oh my God. The worst toast. Unoriginal toast. I'm so happy to be with the man I'm in love with and his family. Cue the crickets. Literally with that same pause because everybody else was waiting for a conclusion sentence (laughs) and there was none. There was none. So Lauren sits down first with Ari's dad Mm -hmm. and he asks her, do you have any question marks about Ari? And Lauren says, you know, I'm afraid to get engaged again Mm -hmm. and it doesn't work out again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Valid fear. Yeah. Let's not forget, this is her third engagement. She is 25. This is the third dude that she thought this was the one. He's 36. This is like Like, a big deal. A big deal. Meanwhile, Ari is sitting with his siblings. And he confirms again. Mm -hmm. I've spent a lot of time reassuring her. And it's taking away from us having great conversations. Mm -hmm. He is confirming that they talk about nothing. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And he said this already last episode. I spend a lot of time reassuring her and it's Mm -hmm. taking away from me getting to know her. Mm -hmm. So he's falling in love. Again, he's falling in love with glimpses. Mm -hmm. And he's telling us that they don't really talk about much. Right. This is what we're left with. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. The sister drops a little bomb. The sister was out here with the receipts. The receipts. She said, um, this sounds like something you've said already mm-hmm. about your ex. Like he dated someone who was like scared and you couldn't talk to and yes. wouldn't open up with. He's dated someone already who's very mm-hmm. closed off and doesn't really say much. And it's not even about the introversion. No. She's shy, doesn't talk. Like, I don't think she's an introvert. I don't, I don't know, but she, that has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. No. She don't talk. Mm-hmm. She don't open up. Mm-mm. He's done this already, clearly, with yeah. somebody else. Yeah. And so the sister reminds him, you've said this before mm-hmm. with an ex, where you've spent a lot of time talking about a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> Just putting that out there, bro. And Ari could even argue with the sister. Yeah, no. He was like, damn. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Forget about that whole human you dated before. <laughs> you totally forgot that person. Exists. That whole person. Oh, oh my! Lord, he didn't even have an excuse. No, he was like, "Yeah, wow, okay, yeah, that's that's kind of true." Fuck. You had to say that was your mic on, <laughs> Shit. Could say this off camera. So Lauren is sitting with the mom, mm-hmm. and she, you know, she's bearing her heart. I'm very much in love with him. Crying. My biggest fear is losing him. Which is interesting because with the dad, the biggest fear was getting engaged again and not working out. So she switched her fear around. But anyway, Lauren. Yeah, that's okay. You don't play any games. That's fine. (laughs) She has a lot of fears. Mm -hmm. A lot of fears. And she starts crying with the mom, which is, you know, it's sad. As much as I, Lauren ain't my favorite person, I could, yeah, I'm not a like, sociopath. Right. I understand that yeah. this is terrible for her. And she has very real feelings for someone that's very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she says, I've never had a love like I've had with Ari. Mm-hmm. In the end, the family seemed to like her. Yeah, like her enough. Yeah. 
they found her genuine. Mm-hmm. She had a little cry mom with the mom. They, it's, she didn't give them anything glaring to hate. To hate, exactly. Right. What's not to like. Right. So they liked, they liked yeah. her. It was fine. It mm-hmm. went well. Next up is Becca. So Becca shows up, I guess it's the next day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Next day. She looks beautiful. So pretty, though. She is naturally a beauty. Yeah. And she had a cute outfit, too. Cute little outfit, always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but her face is just very... Yeah. I, she's striking to me. Um, so she she's going second to Lauren, mm-hmm. and, so she, and she knows that. Yeah. So she's already feeling the pressure because she knows that they already met Lauren. So mm-hmm. she has the harder task of kind of winning them over. Because mm-hmm. she can only assume that it went well with Lauren. Right. So... Um, the same time, she is very confident. Mm-hmm. Ari says in his little confessional, she's, she's confident. She doesn't need a lot of reassurance. Mm-hmm. She's the exact opposite of Laura. Yeah. So this dichotomy is just weird. Like, he's in love with two girls who are very different humans mm-hmm. <laughs> and have operated in his relationship in this process with him very differently. Totally different, yeah. So that is just... Bizarre. And why hit... We'll get to it. (laughs) So she meets the family. One of the brothers already is just, you know, she's very welcoming. Mm -hmm. She's outgoing. She's easy to talk to. Words that have never been spoken of Lauren B. I don't think she's ever been called easy to talk to. No. And and Mm -hmm. welcoming. So Becca sits and chats with the mom. The mom, admittedly, in her confessional, said she had reservations because mm-hmm. she really liked Lauren. So she didn't really know how she was going to, you know, go into it with Becca. Um, so she asked Becca, are you, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Ari is ready? Supposedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and, you know, are you ready for marriage, for kids, all of that? Becca, she's very well-spoken. Yeah. Again, yeah. the opposite of Lauren. Yeah. She uses her words. She picks her words wisely and she says things very carefully mm-hmm. and with meaning behind them. Mm-hmm. She said, I want him to be the father of my kids. Oof. I see him in my future. I've never doubted him and his integrity when you know you know. Damn, well, Becca. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot to say about the guy who ain't shit. For someone who ain't shit. God. But that just lets you know how real her feelings were for this yeah. for this dude. Yeah. She's saying very telling real things here. Ari then talks with the mom. Um, and the mom says, look, I loved Lauren, mm-hmm. but I love Becca. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she And I, I didn't catch it. She said, but I love Becca. But I love Becca. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is inflections. <laughs> she seems like girl. Oh, <laughs> but it's true. Did she say and I love Becca or but I love Becca? I don't remember. It, the inflections are important. They are. Either way, the mom is loving Becca. Mm-hmm. So then Becca chats with Ari's dad, mm-hmm. and dad says, "So you know, I'm sure you met Lauren." You know, did you guys get along? Let me tell you how Ari's Ari Lindyke Jr. What's his name? Whatever. Senior. Senior. Let me tell you how he is the charade of the Bachelor. <laughs> how you the charade? How you the bone carrier? He's the bone carrier. He is fishing for some tea. Ari Lindyke Senior is sitting there stirring his tea. Where did he come from? Like, 
Oh, you like that other one though? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, so Becca, you know Lauren? Like, oh, what that's all about? Fishing for tea. Becca, she's like, yeah, she's nice. She's sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very different. Yeah. Um, but I don't fuck with her. <laughs> basically, basically, <laughs> basically what she said yep. in that show. Mm-hmm. She said something about how like, um, I was closer with other girls in the yeah, house because they were more open. More open, but you know she's sweet. She's nice. Oh my god. Code for I don't fuck with this. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> we see you, Becca. And the dad, which was very frustrating for for us and for Becca. Mm-hmm. Was like, you know what? Well, y'all are both nice. I'm happy for either one of you. This, okay. Ari's parents tell me also a lot about Ari's decision making. Mm. Because Lauren B. literally cried to the mom like she was trying to get out of a parking ticket and cried <laughs> to a female cop. Mm. And sat with the dad. Did she sit, sit with the dad? She did it, but they didn't show it. They did, yeah, I'm sure they didn't show it. I'm sure they didn't talk about shit. Mm-hmm. And then Becca came on here proclaiming and professing her love in this very deep way. And they're like, yeah, but you could really do either. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> Is there no standard? Right. For anyone? I didn't. Yeah, when the dad was like, yeah, well, both of you guys are nice, so I'd be happy for either. That's like, That's, again, like yeah. Becca's out here professing and saying all of the right things. Mm-hmm. And you still ain't swayed? Fuck. Right. At least not in this moment. We hear his opinion later, but yeah. in this moment we're still not we're still not one way or the other. Like This is how you know though. This is where he comes from. These are his roots. Yeah, Ari gets the indecisiveness I yeah. guess from Becca and her confessionals, she's very frustrated during mm-hmm. her meeting with the parents because she's constantly they're constantly bringing up Lauren. Lauren. And mm-hmm. she's being compared to Lauren. Um, they keep bringing her up, and she's like, look, it's like comparing an apple to a starfish. Starfish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Lauren is the apple. Oh, 100%. Becca is the starfish. Yeah. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, very frustrating for Becca. I feel for her. Becca leaves. The family has a, you know, family debrief mm-hmm. session. So Ari says he's dated women like Lauren before who are quiet. Um, and he said that he's he's seen flashes of her though, where she's funny and, and dances. dances around. We haven't seen her not even jump. Not a, I haven't seen Yeah, not even a jump. I haven't seen her clap. A hop, a skip, a jump, nothing. <laughs> a high five. Clap to the beat. <laughs> Man. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> And he sees some dancing he apparently. Sees her dancing around? But again, the key word here again is flashes. Right. Glimpses. Yeah. Here and there. He keeps saying these little epithets. Yeah. That he's not really getting to know her. Right. Her, her, her through and through. Mm-hmm. He's getting little glimpses. So he says that about Lauren. And then he says, with Becca, we never run out of things to say. She's a force in her own way. Damn. That's so awesome. I would love someone to say that me about too. me. Me too. He's saying great things about Becca. Yeah. None of this is making sense to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't get it. So he says with the Ari says with uh, Becca, it makes more sense with Becca, but with Lauren, there's an undeniable love there. Like undeniable love. Love or like I like how she looks. And the little glimpse, the flash of whatever she's right, showing. Right, and the flash of her, I don't even know. 
doing the cotton eye joe like what is she doing <laughs> whatever dance move whatever dance she got into her belt yeah he's uh, he's just really annoying he's throwing out love mm-hmm. so much i'm really questioning if any of this is love that's the thing love is the consistent word that he throws out with lauren b yeah the whole time but then every episode he has these inconsistencies of like oh we're the same person oh i've seen her dancing around like you didn't say that in hometown's episode Mm-mm. did you not know that her fun side on hometown's episode but you still loved her mm. you know what i mean i think he's bringing those up because he's he is having a hard time qualifying this Justifying love it. Yeah. yeah he keeps saying we're in love with love so he keeps finding these little things like mm-hmm. i i see her dancing sometimes i get a flash of that mm-hmm I, you know, we're the same person. He keeps mm-hmm. he keeps pulling at these random things from thin air that no one has ever seen. That's the thing. That's how you know they're from thin air because they're, they're new every episode. <laughs> so you know they're literally from nowhere. Every episode, there's a new reason why he loves her, and it's uh, something that we've never seen. We but it's his justification, mm-hmm. and it's just wild and bizarre to all of us watching. Um, so the mom, the mom gives her candid opinion. Yeah. Yep. She says, I think Becca is better for your future. Mm-hmm. Lauren, you're constantly reassuring while Becca stands on her own. Aww. Again. That's awesome. They are saying things of quality and substance yeah. about Becca. Yeah. We're not getting those same substance that we've gotten she's nice she's a lovely girl Mm -hmm. all these things about lauren but the mom is noticing lauren needs assurance Mm -hmm. becca is fine yeah she's confident she knows what she wants and she's sure about her feelings for you and yours for her right the dad also confirms that he's team becca Mm -hmm. she's more firm and you need someone to give you a kick in the ass yeah wow the sister too was like me too yeah you know that sister. Ooh, I wonder what she had yeah. on camera. Woo-wee. So the whole family at this point is like, yeah. they liked Lauren, but we love Becca. We really like but Becca. But we think Becca is better for you. Is better for you. Yeah. She's a better fit. She's more challenging. And she there's a lasting future there mm-hmm. with her. Lord. So we cut to the studio audience. No. <laughs> And Chris and his somber eyes and his deep tan. Deep tan. Mm-hmm. Sitting on the couch with Caroline. Oh my god. Caroline comes back from the grave. The milk carton. She is milking these oh 15 my god. I ain't mad at her. Yeah, no, trying get, she's trying to get onto paradise. Hell yeah. You boo. You like it. I love it. <laughs> so he says, Caroline, do you, you still stand by what you said on the woman tell all? Mm-hmm. Where you said, I know what you did do. <laughs> And she said, if the rumors are true, yes, I stand by what I said. Yeah. She said, it's hard to watch him toy with both girls, and what he did wasn't right. And that she isn't on one side. She's just like, I love all these girls. Yeah. Like, and he's toying. I like that she's yeah, word toy. Toying. Yeah. He toyed with both of these girls, mm-hmm. throwing out the love, I love you, I love you, I love you, to both of them per- over and over. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she agreed. It's not right. Um, and then she also said, I don't think he knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. Which is my sentiments exactly. exactly. This, it all comes back to that. Mm-hmm. This old dude who 
ABC has forced down our throat yeah. saying that he's old and he's back after five years. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he's old and he's back. <laughs> you imagine they did a promo oh like that. We had our new bachelor Ari. He's old and he's back. <laughs> I mean, with the gray hair, it's not far off. Yeah, he's old, he's back, he's ready for love, as they keep telling us. Yeah. But it's clear to us and Caroline, he still don't know what he wants. Nope. Oh my god. Okay, so back on the show, he's got his final one on one full date with Lauren. And they go to Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. So cool. Really, really cool. Yeah. So they take cool. a train to Machu Picchu. This is very telling now. Oh, yeah. On the train. Mm-hmm. So they're on the train reminiscing about when they first met and, you know, the limo entrance and the this and the that. Lauren says, I remember it like it was yesterday. Me walking up to meet you and you forgetting that we met in Dallas. <laughs> Say what now? <laughs> I looked at Justine. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Did I just hear what she said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. So these two met before. Yep. I called this shit. <laughs> I knew that something was amiss. I yeah. feel like, I gotta dig back to the podcast. I feel like I said something offhanded once where I was like, did they meet before? Yeah. Like, what are we missing? Yeah. So they met before. Mm-hmm. They met before in Dallas. The Twitter world told us yes. <laughs> that apparently they met at one of his races. A NASCAR race. At a NASCAR she race. Would be at. <laughs> with her mega hat. her mega hat. The mega hat and, and the her mega, mega crop top. The mega crowd watching this race. Yeah. And Reality Steve also confirmed it. Yeah. Um, that they had met before. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting that she got on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Like, did she use that to get on the show? Like, I oh, want to yeah. hear all about this. The producers ain't shit. I know the garbage. They ain't shit. Oh, so we we're never gonna heard this whole, hear this whole backstory. I yeah. hope to God that when we watch this the special tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, that they ask a question about this whole did y'all meet before? Because that's weird that the the editors left that scene in. They yeah, left right. That in. Yeah. And the whole all of Twitter was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. Dallas? What? 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 Mm-hmm. What?" And we didn't get any explanations. I'm hoping they dig into that, mm-hmm. but this maybe explains some things. No, they previously met. What is the context of that meeting? Mm-hmm. Did they just meet? Hi, goodbye, nice to meet you. Or did no. they meet meet? I think they met. Did they have met. a whole thing before? Probably. Which might explain why all of us are sitting here in the dark, mm-hmm. uh, trying to understand this unexplainable whatever the fuck that they have. <laughs> So that was very telling, mm. and I want to hear more about that. So hopefully we get a little bit more on that. Um, and then, you know, they're discussing, you know, the family. He said, you exceeded my expectations. What were his expectations? I'm like, Ari, don't go crazy. She did right? fine. She was okay. She like, did all right. Whatever. Becca did a way better job yeah. with the family, I think. Yeah. So they get to Machu Picchu, which is, you know, awesome. Mm-hmm. This is one of the wonders of the world. They're running around. They're trying to run from the cameras. You know, have little yeah. kissing moments and whatnot. Ari says, "You know, I can I can tell you. You know, there's a speckle in her left eye." Yes. Yeah, so you know, can I if I zoom in on her Instagram pictures far <laughs> enough? 
What the fuck? There's all these little things I can tell you about her. Tell them. Yeah. Please. No. Everybody's sitting there with their notebook ready for notes. <laughs> tell us. What are these things? What are they? The speckle in her that eye. That are not physical. Right. What that are, are not they? physical. We can see the speckle. Yeah. What else? Tell me concrete things. Justify this love. Because she's dying to know. Everything when she opens herself up seems like a bad quality, right? Like she's been engaged previously a lot. Yeah. She seems very insecure yeah. when she speaks. Yeah. Needs um, all the reassurance. She needs a lot of reassurance. Like all of those things seem bad. Mm-hmm. So tell us something good. Yeah. A redeeming quality. A redeeming concrete them. quality. It's not it's supposed to be the speckle in her eye. Not Natasha. the speckle in her eye. Very redeeming quality. <laughs> not these surface level bullshit. So they go into the night portion of their date. Lauren's saying a lot of bold, just big, bold statements. Yeah. Ari's changed the way I look at relationships. I was like, who told you to say that? And she said, okay, this is our last date. This is a very high-pressure date. Mm-hmm. I need to put all of my feelings out there. That statement alone... I'm like, it's wild that she's made it this far without doing that already. You have the final two. And you are now just saying to yourself, I got to put all my feelings out there. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't this have already been done? Bitches have already been gone home. Girls who have said that they love this man. Yeah. Yeah, look at Tia. Tia bared her soul. (laughs) Played it all the way out. Oh, God. And Lauren's just come to the realization, this is the last (laughs) date. I got to put it all out there. Mm -hmm. Jesus. Um, more things, you know, this is a relationship unlike I've ever had. I'm excited to spend the rest of my life with you. Ari, again, this is, you know, there's this unexplainable thing between us. It's Wait. Yes. And right after he said that, my girl said, I agree. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, there's always been an unexplainable thing with you. And she said, I agree. Yeah, they have this mutual understanding that, That, like, she doesn't speak. (laughs) No. Like, what? <laughs> yes, that is a confirmed effect. The two of them are hard, they are riding off of this unexplainable energy, chemistry, love, love at first sight, something mm, between second them. Second sight. Second sight, right, because mm. the first sight was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So they that's what they're riding on. That's their story, that's their thing. Right. That's holding them, that's gluing them together. Mm -hmm. We both have a mutual, unexplainable thing between us. And supposed to justify it to us watching. And what? Supposed to justify it to us watching. Oh, yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Don't we know already? Ari, at the age of 36, Lauren B, 25, this is now her third person Mm -hmm. that she's been engaged to. Don't we already know that love is not enough? Right! Both of you independently should know. The two of them, in the, with the experiences that the both of them have gone through. Yeah, right. And yep. the rest of us watching the show. Yeah. Love is not enough. Mm-mm. We know this. Talk to any successful couple. Yeah. Justine and I, okay, let's just get a little personal. Oh. We both come from yes. mothers and fathers, still married, mm-hmm. 30 plus years. Yep. We've seen this. Mm-hmm. We both have seen it with our parents. And I think both of our parents would confirm that love is not what no. has kept them together. Mm-mm. 
love is not what got them together. Love yeah. alone. Right. And was not what keeps them together. It's yeah. more than that. Yeah. It's way more than that. I think because people assume that love equals certain other things. Like, love equals good communication. Love equals respect. Mm-hmm. Love equals these things that it doesn't equal for everybody. Especially a couple that's thriving and riding off of infatuation. Yeah. Yeah. They're riding off of four weeks of this unexplainable feeling between them. And, like, I I get it. I, I feel... I, I believe them when they say that there's something that's pulling them together. Yeah, I, yeah, I some magnetic... totally believe that. Because we've yeah. all kind of felt it. When you meet mm-hmm. a stranger and you're like, oh, wait. Like, you feel this draw, this immediate draw to someone that you're like, I can't explain yeah. what this is. So I get that. But that's not enough. You're no. now down to two girls. One girl who you have all these... Becca, I'm talking. Mm-hmm. All of these in-depth qualities and things to say about how she challenges you and she makes you better and she's a strong woman. She's she's a force within her yeah, own. Like, right. Not just the love. She's you a have team player. Team player. Yeah. So the love is there and all these amazing qualities about her. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, you have Lauren B, where you keep just talking about this love, mm-hmm. this unexplainable love. And the rest of us watching it, who know that love is not enough, are sitting here perplexed. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there, Ari, but I just don't. I don't get it. I'm just wondering, what's what I'm, are you doing? What are you doing? Don't you know by now that this love ain't enough? Yeah. Jesus. So you know, Lauren's confirming we see the world in a very similar way, mm, which made me feel a certain type of way. Right. The future of this country the same way. Right. The climate of this country you want it to stay the same as it is now? Right. Make America great again. That that what that, that world do? Is that what y'all see similarly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I've never had a connection like that with anyone. And then Ari asks her, you know, how do you picture our future? Yo, I almost fell asleep when she was talking. <laughs> the most boring future I've ever been. boring shit ever. She described the most basic, normal couple life together. And I guess maybe it's because we're in New York City and we have other opportunities to do other things, but I'm no. like, you don't want to do anything else? Then even it. For this question, I wanted more. You at, yeah. you're asked, how do you picture our future together? Mm-hmm. I want to hear, you know, I envision us raising our kids like this. Right. I envision yes. vacations to here. That's what I, I envision wanted. us building a home that's like this. I I wanted some travel because they've traveled so much together already. Mm -hmm. I would want her to say like, oh, I've done this city and this city and this city with you. I think it would be awesome if we went here. Yeah. I wanted to hear some like fun, like bucket list things I want to do. Visions for their, raising their kids. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted more visionary stuff. This, you could literally insert any human and be like, yeah, that sounds all right. Me and her can go do this. (laughs) All she said was talk about taking out the dogs, going to yeah. with the dogs, cooking dinner, yeah. going out for friends. Lauren, I got you. <laughs> you ready? We can go do that together. <laughs> so that whole response, I was like, here we go. So, yeah, their future looks boring to mm-hmm. me, <laughs> according to her. And they just end the date, you know, professing their love over and over and over to each other. We're back in the live studio audience. Oh, and who is it? We got Sienna and Becca M. <laughs> our face. Sienna has lost her voice. Mm-hmm. It was her birthday. It was Happy her birthday. birthday. She was out here stunting in front. Mm-hmm. 
She said, you know, this is what a voice sounds like when you when you lose your voice. <laughs> a little subtle shade to Crystal. Uh, yeah. Her fake-ass lost voice. So Cien says, you know, he looked disappointed when the family was all yeah. saying that they were Team Becca. Becca. Which is true. Mm-hmm. He was looking for them to all say, Lauren, 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 he can get yeah. that confirmation. So he did look disappointed in that moment. Mm-hmm. Becca, who always just comes with comes with the the insight, the, the insight, deep philosophical the insight, exactly. She said, "If he's conflicted at this point, then going forward with a proposal is just the wrong thing to do." Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better. Seriously, oh my god! Because how could you? Yeah, how could you? I mean. In my opinion, what would have really made this season good and would have really made it controversial in the way that he wanted it to, I think, Mm. and to, like, be famous in that way, is if he said, fuck this, when he first told Lauren he loved her, like, way back in Tuscany, and was like, we're just choosing this now, forever. Fuck these other bitches. Yeah. It's just gonna be me and you. Yeah. We're doing this. Yeah. Fuck the fantasy suites. Yeah. Fuck you meeting my parents. Like, I just wanna be with you. Let's end it now. Let's end it now. Let's do it. Yeah. That would have been doper yeah. than what just happened just now. He kind of just toyed them along. He just felt like doing it. Really, really yeah. bizarre. Fucking three girls in three days and like. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. Because that's what you did last week, so. Mm hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, Becca said it really good. Why, yeah. if he's so conflicted, which we see his conflict, mm-hmm. he is very conflicted, why still go through with the proposal? Yeah. Like, that's the thing that, like, the nail in the coffin mm-hmm. for Becca. Why do that? Anyways, so let's go back. So now it's time for Becca. Becca K's one, her last date. All right. Um, it's pouring rain. Oh, symbolic. Lord have mercy. So as Becca's walking up, Ari gives the lamest wave. Oh, a little tight wave that you give like your cousin going off to school at the bus. Yeah. At the bus stop, like, bye. Mm-hmm. Just from the wave. Oh, wasn't looking good. And a smile. It was like a no teeth smile. Yeah. Yeah. He already off rip, just wasn't into it, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. So their day, they're just kind of walking through the streets, um, petting llamas. Just, oh, the little alpacas. Little alpaca. And just enjoying, you know, Peru. And Ari confirms again, I've always had a confident feeling about Becca. Mm-hmm. So they sit down and have lunch or drinks or whatever. Um, and, you know, she reiterates to him, like, you you know, you've been here before. You went through this five years ago where you had your heart broken. Right. I wrote down, Ari ain't shit. Here in this moment. Really? You are getting constant reminders that he has been here before. Yeah. yeah. He's made it to the bottom too. And went full blown single white female on Emily and flew down and dropped his journal off in the mailbox. Like, he's been here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why are you still dragging this girl along? Mm -hmm. Because you can see it in his face, his heart, his whole being that he really wants to be with Lauren B. Yes. We see it from here. From the lame wave he gave Becca. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, oh and the fact that Becca can't see it is even more heartbreaking because yeah. she has nothing to compare it to. No. So the fact that she is totally blindsided. Yeah. Is- okay, we've all screenshotted and shared their tweets. We've quoted them over dinner. <laughs> now we can enter the discourse. 
Peyton Dix and Hunter Harris have a new show on Wondery called Let Me Say This, where they'll answer the most burning questions in pop culture. What is Hunter's favorite Dakota Johnson lie? What hot thing did Kristen Stewart do yesterday? What makes Zendaya and Tom Holland lesbians? Uh (laughs) These ladies are hilarious. Yeah, they've been friends for a decade and have shared trauma over a crappy Boston dorm room and the pitiful Brooklyn dating scene, which has bonded them for life and made their friendship even deeper than J-Lo's delusion. Highbrow, lowbrow, and all the tortured poets in between. This is the show for the weekly hot takes in pop culture you didn't know you needed. Follow Let Me Say This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch new episodes on YouTube or listen to Let Me Say This ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. A friend of mine came over to my house post-breakup and hadn't eaten in 48 hours. Mm. To my dismay as her friend, I had no food to give her. And this Mm. is why I always keep emergency homemade cookie dough in the freezer. (laughs) Breakups are tough. We got to help each other out. And Queenie is telling that story. Yes. You got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Mm -hmm. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts. First major breakup, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. First of all, I love that Queenie is a Jamaican British woman. And I love that we meet Queenie after a messy breakup. You know, when you're starting to look for comfort in all the wrong places. Yep. Can she turn her quarter life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. You have to watch. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu. It's really so. Yeah, she really, because at this point, she's not in the house of Lauren anymore. Right. She's not seeing their relationship at all. So she can only go off of what he says. Mm-hmm. And very telling what she says after this is, I love your honesty. I know yeah. whatever you say to me is the truth. <laughs> Jesus. Ugh. So going into their night portion for the date, Becca says in her confessional, you know, she's worried. You know, is he going to go for what he's used to? Mm-hmm. Lauren B. You're right. He's dated this type of girl before. Yep. Or is he going to go for someone like me who's going to challenge him more? Ooh. And at this point, I said to Natasha, Becca K should not be a challenge to anyone. Mm-hmm. She is a perfectly nice girl mm-hmm. who is very motivated in her own lane. Yeah. And you should just want to at least be beside her. I'm not even saying keep up with her. Right. Just be beside her. Mm-hmm. She's a publicist in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like she's like a singer actress or something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. She's not like. You could do this. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's a Jacqueline where she's like, you don't know where she's going to end up because of her PhD. Like, this is someone who should not be that big of a challenge to anybody, right. especially anybody 36 years old. Yeah. Ugh. She's being, in comparison to Lauren B., she's oh my been God, painted yeah. as the challenge. The challenge. Woman. Yeah. But she's really not, she's not. that challenge. She's, she's just not. the one with more depth. Like, really? <laughs> she's just dope. Yeah. And very, very nice. She might have a challenging family life if you want to say that. Mm-hmm. And maybe a challenging ex that we right. met last week. Yeah. But that's it. But otherwise, she's not that much of a challenge. Yeah. It's either you want this kind of girl. Yeah. Right. you want this right. kind of girl. Exactly. Or you want something very simple. Mm-hmm. So they sit down for a little chat. Becca asks, do you have any questions or hesitations? And you can see in his head all the questions and hesitations. Oh, <laughs> all the questions. 
so he looks at her and he's like you know I don't know and he's just kind of wavering and yeah, silence but you can questions. see in his face he has so much behind the eyes that he wants to say mm-hmm. and now remember y'all mm-hmm. what we told you in the beginning in the church announcement the, remember the tidbit that we got about his tenant Oh yeah. Remember, because that's a question. Right. Him being a nasty fuck nugget in Scottsdale. <laughs> fuck nugget. He's got all kinds of stuff going on in his head. All the multiple women back home and yeah, and he's trying to organize. He's like, organize his I mean, do you mind if I do this for another couple months? Like, God. so he says he ain't got no questions for her. Mm-hmm. Which that to me is just a red flag. That's so horrible. Humongous red flag. Yeah. We're, you are down to two girls. You're about to propose to one mm-hmm. and send the other home. You have no questions for me, my dude? <laughs> That's just weird. Mm-hmm. So, Becca, you can sense that she's sensing something is a mess. Yeah, right. So she said to him, let me be clear. I am confident in us, but I'm worried about that other girl mm-hmm. who is very different from me. Mm-hmm. You know, she's sensing that there's clearly something that you're not getting from me. Yeah. That there's a reason why this other girl who's my complete opposite is still here. Mm-hmm. So tell me these reservations. What is it? Use your words, Ari. You don't have none. None. <laughs> so he's just, again, you know, his reassurance back to her is, you know, don't think about that. Just think about us. <laughs> you know, don't be too much in your head. Oh, my God. Don't be... Again, I wrote down he ain't shit. Because that's his version of being reassuring. But mm-hmm. he's using the same tactics with Lauren as he is with Becca. Right. And those two people are opposite. This is what I'm saying. This man can't detect mm-hmm. the differences between these people. And I find it to be very odd. And this moment in particular really pissed me the fuck off. Yeah. Because this is Becca giving you your out. Yeah. Yes. This is not her. She in did. her head, she's not giving you the out, but this yeah. is that moment. Yeah, where you could have. Yeah. What yeah. are your questions? What are your hesitations? Like, let's spill everything out. Mm-hmm. And instead of... He's sitting there with all these questions and hesitations. Instead of him saying anything, mm-hmm. he comes with his lame Hallmark card. Yeah. Don't think about that. Just, you know, think about us and whatever. Like... This this moment for me just made me sick to my mm-hmm. stomach because he's lying to her in this moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His omission is a lie. Right. By not saying what is really on your head and your heart mm-hmm. is a lie. And it's it's not fair. Just say, I'm not confident about you. Right. I'm yeah. not confident about what we have. Yeah. I'm not confident about both. I'm, I haven't, I don't know what I'm going to say, what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah. Be clear about where you stand with both of them. Mm-hmm. And he's not doing that. No. Same to Lauren B. He didn't do yeah. it with her either. Nope. Ugh, gross. <laughs> um, and so she says that you know, did it? Does it scare you that you don't have questions? Something. Give she's something. really still because she can sense it. She feels yeah. the energy that there's yeah. something that he's not saying, mm-hmm. but he's, but she's not getting it from him. And he said back to her, you know what? You know, my sister asked me, you know, can you spend all night talking with this person? Um, and I feel like we have that together. First of all, let's rewind back to when the sister asked that. The mm-hmm. sister did ask, can you, s- you see yourself talking, you know, spending all night ta- talking with this person? She was asking that question in relation to Lauren. B, B. Well, 
But she put him on the spot talking about she's silent. Can you see yourself talking with this girl all night? Yeah. He's not using this moment in this moment with Lauren B. Yeah. I mean, with Becca. With Becca. That ain't cool. Mm-hmm. That's, he's just so lazy with the way he thinks. It's like, so everything lazy. that he's taken, he just recycles it. Yeah. And just brings it to somebody else and sees if it works. Like, he's what? really bad with words. Yeah. He's communication really is communication. really off. It's really off. Which is terrible for Becca because she's really good with her words. She's awesome, yeah. It's, yeah. Ugh, I'm just liking her more and more. More and more. <laughs> yeah. By the end, I'm like, yes. Yeah. So Becca then shares a letter uh, that she wrote. Oh my God, my heart. You guys. The opening to the letter. The day I met you marked the eighth anniversary of my father's passing. Oh, I thought she said March 8th was the day her dad passed away. Is that what she said? Oh, maybe. I don't know. We heard two different things. Either way. We were three glasses of wine. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Either way, it's something about the anniversary of her dad's passing passing. in relation to Ari. Yeah. And goes into a whole spiel about she loves him. Oh, my God. It was so cute. She was like, I think my heart was drawn to yours because there were similarities between you and my dad. And Oh, my God. She said that? Yeah. I totally tuned out because I just Uh, couldn't even do it. Because it's so sad. I just couldn't even do it. And then she shared with him a scrapbook that she made. Like, what? That (laughs) producer definitely helped her with. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, my God. She had to get all these photos of their journey together and... Just really out here. And at this moment, I thought, like, wow, she really deserves somebody better. Better than an R. Yeah. At minimum, somebody richer. <laughs> at minimum. Richer. Yes. <laughs> I was like, damn, you could be with, like, a Minnesota Viking. Oh, you Lord. Could. You could. If you're going to be with a fuck nigga like this, because, right. you know. I don't want her with no... Becca, okay? With the passing of her father. Yeah. What she's gone through with the fuck nigga Ross for seven years. Her mom. Her mom had cancer. Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary is on the rocks. He's <laughs> on the rocks. He's just walking with the little Like, all that she's gone through, she don't deserve this. Mm-mm. This lame dude. Girl, you deserve somebody with a net worth I can Google. <laughs> Come on. Whew. Oh, jeez. So, you know, they end off on a nice note. Ari leaves. And he says again to the camera, again with Lauren, you know, with Lauren, we have an undeniable, undesi- undeniable pull, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's enough. No, you do know it's not enough, exactly. but, you, <laughs> but you just keep going. You keep trucking. It's fine. <sighs> so we're back on the couch with Chris. <laughs> oh my God. Damn Chris. Crispy Chris. Crispy ass Chris. Uh, and he's sitting there with... Ben Higgins. Oh my god, yeah. And Jason Mesnick. Mm-hmm. So Ben Higgins, very similar to Ari, told his two final girls that, that I love you. Yeah. So very similar. Both girls went into the final role ceremony thinking that they won mm-hmm. because they he dropped the I love you. And then the other hand, we have Jason Mesnick, who, oof, Lord have mercy, he, same thing, proposed to a girl. Proposed to a girl and then ripped that and then right off. after the final rose, broke up with her and went back to homegirl, yeah. the, the other girl. And now they're married with kids. And you're right, and they're still married with kids, oh, so God. I can't even really say much. Yeah, you can't. He knew. At least he knew. Shit. Yeah. yeah. 
So Ben, he said, you know, he's just got to deal with the consequences yeah. at this point. Yeah. Because Ben, he had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. He got a lot of shit for saying I love you to two girls. Yeah. Jason gave the wackest advice I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you got to be you. <laughs> Find that person and make that decision. <laughs> in the world you gotta be you I can't I, okay we weren't doing our Becky of the Weeks and stuff no he's gonna Becky of the Week yeah. later no and I'm wearing <laughs> Becky of the Week this is some whack shit what kind of advice my nigga no. like what it sounds like an S Club 7 song you just <laughs> gotta be you you gotta make the right decision like, like that person make that decision <laughs> like with the corny dance moves yeah with the fucking Becky <laughs> sports bra Back to wherever you came from. Let's yeah, go back with Molly and just sit down. And sit down. Oh. So it's this decision day. Mm-hmm. Both girls are getting ready. Both are professing their love. Let's talk about the dresses. Let's talk. Let's do it. So Becca. Oh. I wasn't a huge fan of the. Oh my god, I hated it. I hated it. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Oh my god, the print made her look, her body shape look like it doesn't. So, yeah, it was like a black lace. It was like a black, it wasn't even a real lace. lace. It was a lace overlay. A a black lace overlay. It looked like it could have been like a velvet or something like that. And it was like a nude underneath. Yeah. Which is a good combination. Strapless. It wasn't strapless. It had those sheer oh, mesh you're sleeves, right. which made me want to just die. <laughs> oh, just yeah. die! It was oh. like, the inf- like an infinity look, like it was. Yes, made like a illusion. strapless, an, an illusion. illusion dress. But it was like a weird flamenco yes. flavor, and then it had pink tulle on the bottom. Oh god, it was terrible. It was horrible. It was terrible. She got a Minnesota for sure. I don't know. Yeah. Right there. She should have busted one of the Rachel's old dresses. Yeah, why they put her in that? I don't know. I didn't like, it. and the hair was pinned up like. It, I know her hair was like an aside yeah, thing. I wasn't a fan of that look. Yeah, Lauren B. Let me tell you. You know, I we haven't talked about Lauren B's dresses for the last yeah, couple episodes. No, we've been ignoring her. But this dress here, this was fire. Fire, so good. Fire. Every element of it yeah. was amazing. So it was a deep V. Yep. And then the it was a deep V with some like embro- uh yeah like an embellished bodice. Embellished bodice. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, it had like an empire waist, an empire waist. Empire waist, but also a deep V in the back, which I think really helps oh, with an empire waist. Okay. Because it doesn't make you look pregnant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which empire waists can do? Can do, especially when you have to wear a real bra. Yeah. Or you're choosing to wear a real bra. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the whole dress was like a champagne color. Yep. And then from the from the empire waist down was like the Tina Turner. You had a little fringe. A little fringe. A little movement. Yeah. But it was like beaded fringe. Yeah. All the way down. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then to top it off. Mm. She had the slit in the back. A nice high slit. Perfect slit. Perfect high middle slit all yep. the way to the back. Just a phenomenal dress. Oh, so good. <laughs> I loved it. I can't even So good. It. No, you can't hate on no. that. Amazing. The slit did it for me. Yeah. That slit in the back was really the cherry on top. Oh. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> back into it. Um, so, first out the limo, we have... Lauren. Mm-hmm. 
you know the first out of the limo is the person who the person who loses is losing. Yeah. Which I mean, who's anybody kidding? Everybody <laughs> knew the ending. Everybody knew the spoilers. Yeah. So Lauren, you know, first up, she said as she's walking up, he makes me feel very safe. Mm-hmm. He loves me in a way I've never known. I do feel like he's my one true love. Mm. Just a lot of loaded stuff. Like, did she? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. So Lauren B, you know, she she walks up and she's got to give her whole speech. She's giving her whole you know thing. Lori, I mean Lori, Ari, the whole time is, just looks very sad. Yeah, he looks like he's sick. Like he's gonna be he sick. Looks sick. He yeah. keeps looking down. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, professing her love and saying, you know, my walls were put up to protect myself. Yeah. You know, this is why she's been so silent mm-hmm. this whole time, apparently. <laughs> and um, as she's saying all this and professing her love, Ari's, at the end, he's just shaking his head. Yeah. And she looks worried. Yep. Because she knows. Because she knows. Yeah. And he says, I wanted it so bad for us. But I just can't go through with it. It's not anything I can explain other than that. (laughs) What? Oh my god. What? I gave everything I have to see if it could work. Yeah. Ari, if there's any time for you to find and use your words, Mm. it's in this moment. It is today. She deserves more than this. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse that you're giving. Oh my god, this is horrendous. And she did as as much shit as we have talked about her on this podcast mm-hmm. and off this podcast. <laughs> she did do a lot of work to get to this point. Mm-hmm. You can see it. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has really done a lot of emotional work. Yeah. So the fact that you have done none, right? <laughs> and can't even come up with anything better than I just can't go through with it this is disgusting. disgusting. She deserves more answers. Yep. But even if at this moment it was Becca, any girl at this moment, you've been telling them for the last couple weeks, I love you. Mm -hmm. You need to come with something better than that, Ari. Like, this is unexcusable. Mm -hmm. This is unexcusable. So, as you said, as much as I can't stand Lauren B., I felt very sad for her in this moment. Yeah. (laughs) This is terrible. And so she's like, I just feel extremely confused. She's crying. She's like, all right, well, I'm, I wish you the best. I don't know yeah. what else to say. She, there's, she, at this point, she there's nothing else for her to say. No. He needs to be saying things. Exactly. And she asked him, why did you do that? And yeah. she, he said, I didn't know until this morning. And she's like, so you're going to propose to someone else now? Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> now I'm confused. No, what? I'm so confused. <laughs> Like, I, she and I and everybody yeah. deserves a play-by-play yeah. of how you arrived at this decision. Yeah. We need it. We we need it. Mm-hmm. Her more than anybody. Yeah. This is not fair. Yeah, You've absolutely. been telling her over and over, I love you. She's been made to feel as if she is the winner. Mm-hmm. And then you pull the rug out from under her. Yeah. And then you don't even give an explanation as to why. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. And so, you know, they pack up and say goodbye. They're both saying, I love you I love still. you. Yeah. Jeez. Part of me thinks that he did this because she has been engaged twice already. So that was the, the reservation that he had in his head for her? Not even. He was probably like, she'll find another one. 
She'll be all right. <laughs> I don't think he thinks that far. You don't think so? No. Oh, God damn. I, don't, I mean, yeah, we'll get to we'll get to it down why yep. we think this happened, I guess. So he packs her up in the Suburban, mm-hmm. and she's off. She's balling. Oh, I so feel sad. betrayed. How can you do that to someone? I don't mm-hmm. get it. He completely blindsided me. Yes, Lauren. He did. Yeah, he, no, he did. He absolutely That's did. That's all correct. And then where she really had me riding for, you know, Team Lauren for a millisecond, <laughs> where she said, he was so unsure into this moment, and yet he's going to get down on one knee mm-hmm. right now? Bizarre! Yeah, crazy. You already, until this morning, didn't know what decision you're going to make? Mm-hmm. You, till literally three seconds ago, just said, I love you to her and packed her in the car? And now you're about to get down on one knee for somebody? Mm. Like, if you're this conflicted, don't do the engagement. He's been doing this all season. He did this with Becca K, or Becca M, mm-hmm. where he packed her up and started crying. Mm-hmm. He did this with Tia, where he told Chris Harrison, I don't think I made the right decision. Mm-hmm. He's been doing this the whole season. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I just, why get down on one knee? To be- okay, we're going <laughs> to get to it. So now Becca arrives. She walks up. She looks very beautiful. Yeah. Even though we can't stand this dress. No, her face is, looks pretty. Face and energy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Walking up to this stupid-ass nigga who don't deserve her. Oh, my God. In the worst suit. In the worst. Guys. The same tired blue suit. The same one. It's with the same that one from ill-fitting her. pants. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like the pants were almost like a drop crotch. <laughs> Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yes, I it do. It was not fitting in the crotch area. I it was do. so low. Yeah. Very ill-fitting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get it. And so she walks up. He gives her a hug. Yeah. And it was very. It was almost like a side swipe. Like she almost... I don't know if I'm reading into all of this, mm-hmm. but she gave him a kiss on the cheek, but it's almost as if she was aiming for the face. Yeah. And went for and the cheek he because he like, went for the hug. Yeah. So that off rip, I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. And, you know, Becca, with the words, from the moment I stepped out the limo, I was in awe of you. Mm. I had to write, again, wrote that down in my little notebook. Oh, yeah, your little uh, stash. Use this for some other time. Yeah. Becca always has something. Yeah, you might be able to use some of her stuff. But, yeah, you know, again, sure. You know, I just love you so much. Another telling moment. When she said that, he looked down. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He seemed, like, very just nervous mm-hmm. and just, like, ugh. See, at this moment, he's, like, going through the motions. Yeah. He's going, yeah. he's like, okay, I sent her home. I got to report. I got to keep going. Like, yeah. But you can tell already the heart is still back with Lauren, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, Ari gives his lame, ain't shit-ass speech. You know, we're a team. My love for you is immeasurable. This morning, I woke up and thought of you and our kids. Mm. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. That's huge. <laughs> no, That's just, like, not. heartbreaking to say. It is. That's something that any girl in this moment wants oh, to hear. Oh, my God. Be melting. He didn't say, I woke up and thought of you. I woke up and thought of you and our kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Because at least he could see it. Yeah, he could. That's something he could see in the future. Allegedly. Allegedly, supposedly. <laughs> and then he gets down on one knee and said, "I choose you today, and, and I, I choose, choose you every, every day. day." Even as he said this, though, 
his whole demeanor still felt very unsure. I literally felt like, I don't know what this is called, and maybe somebody help us out, like a Reiki master or something, mm-hmm. but I felt like I could poke him and he'd fall over. Yeah. Like he'd topple right over. Standing <laughs> firm in this no. decision. Nope. Mm-mm. It still felt shaky, the yeah. whole thing. And this is even, forget about whether or not we knew how, you know, we all knew the ending, the yeah. whole switcheroo, whatever. Even despite all of that, if that never even happened, mm-hmm. he still in this still. moment looked very unsure. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a confident proposal. But he went through with it and proposed. Uh-huh. And then presented her with the final rose. And they're all happy and, you know, hunky-dory. And her rose and the rose snapped and fell off. A metaphor. A metaphor for another metaphor for the future. What's about to come? So we're back in the studio oh audience. My God. Back with Crispy Chris in the audience. Crispy Chris, looking burnt like he just came back from Tahiti. I don't even know. Tahiti. <laughs> he looks so dark and he stupid. Does. So he said, "Let's take a look at the days and weeks that followed." Um. So they show us some footage of, you know, Becca and Ari. This is, you know, in the weeks after where they're sneaking off and seeing each other. Oh, right. Okay. So the show is airing or the show has already started to air. Mm -hmm. They've already, there's the whole proposal already happened. Yeah. But they still, you know, meet up and see each other in secret ways and whatnot. Right. So we see them, you know, in a hammock together, all in love. They're making Mm -hmm. pizza. They're playing chess. All these cute little moments of them, Mm -hmm. you know, spending time together. Yada, yada. Ari is talking to the camera mm-hmm. I guess in a confessional or yeah. whatever the hell this is he's saying you know Becca's fantastic she's this she's that but sometimes when I go to bed I think of Lauren mm. and when I wake up I think, I think of, of Lauren Lauren and then he says and Becca knows my struggle oh this broke my heart yeah yeah so He's been very honest with her mm-hmm. and letting her know that he's been struggling with these feelings mm-hmm. that he still has for Lauren. And Becca has been riding on with this like a trooper. And the fact that she's so confident in literally a secret engagement, mm-hmm. because this engagement has been a, a total s- secret. secret. Yeah, no one knows at this point. Nobody knows. So for her to be so confident in that and it also being like he could break up with me and totally rearrange this editing for like Mm. you know what I mean like he could be doing all these other things going off to Virginia I would never know like oh jeez you know she could be because they don't live together they can't yeah god it's just sad to know that he's like he's so conflicted and Mm -hmm. she's She's in on this. And playing her specifically because he probably wanted more time. More time. To figure out if he wanted more or not. Yeah. Yeah. And so he knew he could pick Becca and she'd understand. Oh, God. Yep. Oh, I uh-huh. really felt pain in my stomach. Uh-huh. Yep. I know how you fuck niggas work. You go with the good one who you know is your team player, your best friend, your best friend. You ain't you ain't friends with her. She's friends with you. Ugh. And you go and you're like, okay, you know what? She'll be okay. She'll she'll be with me until I ride this out. Until and I don't have to be alone. Feelings. Yeah. I don't have to be by myself. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't I need that comfort. I don't have to be and you just ride it out and you think you're a good guy because of what you're doing to her. It sells your conscience. 
Mm. You're being good to her, so you think you're a good guy and you're saving yourself. Mm-hmm. You cho- he, I chose her. Yeah. That's what you think. I chose her. Yeah. I'm being good to her. Yeah. I'm having these feelings for Lauren, but you know what? I'm going to be with her and figure that out while I'm with her. And she chose to be with me. She's choosing it. She knows what I'm going through. Yeah. So it's not all my fault because she knew. She knows. Yeah. Woo! Triggered, you oh, guys. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> I just got hot and rolled my sleeves. Oh, God. Okay. This is just weird. Just the... Sorry, we're just still going on. Like, the concept of her knowing about the conflict, it's almost as if she... It's almost as if he's cheating on her and she knows. Yeah. It's like he... Kind of. Yeah, he's emotionally cheating. Like, mm-hmm. he, she's yeah. sitting here knowing that he's emotionally still invested with this other woman. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there and she knows and she's just trying to wait it out, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Until they can be public. Until they can be public and until he, you know, gets through these feelings. Right. Oh, my God. So, he's, again, talking to the camera. He Mm -hmm. said, I thought the feelings would go away like any other breakup, but they didn't. He says, I feel an immense amount of guilt. I told Becca I'd choose her every day, but I have to go back on that (laughs) because I feel like I made a mistake. Uh, I've decided to call off the engagement and break up with Becca. So he's saying all this to the camera in his little confessional. Suddenly, he's sitting on a couch with Chris motherfucking Harrison. (laughs) So this is where, at this point, I am just done with Ari. Yeah. Because this whole conversation that we're about to watch where he breaks up with Becca, Mm -hmm. he could have done this off camera. Yep. Why the fuck? It's Chris Harrison sitting on the couch, and this oh is now a TV God. moment. Yeah. I'm, this made me pissed. Yeah. Every, we've now had, what, 25 seasons of The Bachelor? Mm-hmm. We've had, like, three of them that have been a success. <laughs> the other 23 or whatever have broken up off, off camera. camera. Why did the cameras have to be here for this? Mm-hmm. Why put her through all of this and then do it on camera? Yeah. As soon as I saw Chris Harrison, I was like, my stomach just dropped because yeah. this is just gross. I thought it was going to be a little, like, s- not a cell phone video, but, like, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no. They brought the whole crew. They brought everybody there. He brought the whole crew. Oh, to my God. Service. Everything. Everything. Oh, my God. Like, why is this being done on television? Yeah. Oh my god. So, yeah, he's chatting with Chris, saying, you know, this is his decision that he's come to, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Becca's on her way. She's all hunky dory. They're going to go on vacay. She's, yeah, they're just meeting up and, you know, yeah. meeting up with each other again. She says, I feel like I can finally relax. Mm. Oh my god, that hurt. That was terrible. That hurt me. She's literally walking in blindsided. She yeah. looks dumb. Yeah. He said he gave her the ill setup. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. I don't know if this is a New York New Jersey yeah, term. Maybe. The ill setup. The ill setup. He gave her the ill setup. Yeah, he did. He set up these cameras, knew what the hell was about to happen, and she's walking in th- like like it's nothing. I'm yeah. here with my boyfriend. Yeah. My, right. My, my, my fiance. My fiance. So so now we have this unedited scene that they've been teasing forever. Ari arrives at the house and Becca is there already. She's waiting. She's so excited to so see excited. him. And he's like, "All right, let's, you know, sit and have a chat." Mm. 
So she keeps saying, you're making me nervous. Yeah. Because she can already offer it know that something's up. And she knows that this is not normal. This isn't normal. They don't film fiancés after the show. Why are the cameras here? Sweet in L.A. What are you about to tell me? Yeah. So, you know, we got cameras. The camera's moving a lot. We Mm -hmm. got the split screen. Like, they're really trying to give us this unedited, you know, script or scene. So Ari says, you know, I've been struggling a little bit. Wait. Before he says that, he asks, how was Vegas? Mm. You let this bitch go to Vegas and then break up with her? Yeah. You couldn't do it before she went to Vegas so she could cheat on your ass the whole time? (laughs) And go with some daddy? Oh. And, like, get down with her girls? You waited until after the girls' trip where she was engaged to you who Uh, was in love with somebody else. Oh, that's true. And then you got, she got back with her suitcase still packed and probably little keychains and bullshit gifts for you Mm. and said, how was Vegas? Oh, that made me, oh, that made me skin That's true. She probably went to Vegas with her girlfriend. Yep, and celebrated. Her girlfriends are probably, like, you know, whatever, champagne, this, that, daddy this. We're so happy for you, but we're also making out with other guys. We're all single. We love it. <laughs> da, 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 da. You're sitting there, boring, with your ring. Right. To all to come home. Damn, she couldn't even have a full Vegas trip. She couldn't even have a good Vegas God trip. Damn. You selfish asshole. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, I've, he said, I've been struggling a little bit. I've been trying to sort out my feelings. I still think about her, and I think you sense that. <laughs> And Becca's just kind of sitting there like, yeah, we've been talking about this. Yeah, right. Fucking feelings for this bitch. Yeah. And then he says, I've, I didn't catch it exactly, but like, I've been losing, I've been losing the possibility of reconciling things with her. He said something along the lines with (laughs) like. Those words are jumbled. Just all over the place. Yeah. Something along the lines of like. What he was inferring, like, the longer I, I've been with you, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm losing out on my chance to oh, reconcile with, with Lauren. Lauren. Okay. So it's almost as if this whole time, back to your back to your point, yeah. it's yeah. as if he chose Becca as the safety option. Yep. Meanwhile, his whole this whole time, he's been planning to mm-hmm. get with Lauren at some point in time. Yeah, he's just figuring out if it's worth it. Right. That's all he's doing, is just figuring out if it's worth it. He really... He needed more time to figure yeah. out between mm-hmm. the two of them. Yep. Why he couldn't ask for more time, why he couldn't just, why he couldn't just not engage, get engaged to Becca. Not engaged, yeah. That's the thing that really puts the, yeah. like, the nail in the coffin, is enga- being engaged to her. Mm-hmm. Why he couldn't, you know, choose Becca as the girlfriend and then, fi- I don't even know. Why he but, couldn't choose Lauren Or choose Lauren place. in the first place. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, but the, him saying that in that moment is as if like he had always been planning to get back with Lauren mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so Becca's like, "Do you want to be with her?" And he says, "I want to see if it's a possibility." He literally said, "Knowing what I know in my heart makes me want to risk it all." Jesus, and be with Lauren. He's going off of that. That indescribable connection. Straight love that he asked for her, apparently. (laughs) So, then Becca says, so did you figure this all out when you had a conversation with her? Oh, Lord. Mm. I said, what? (laughs) I was like, Justine, what are you saying? (laughs) So, Becca allowed this dude 
What he was gonna do it probably. He was gonna do it anyway. Regardless, but he was gonna do it anyway. They've clearly been having conversations between the two of them of yeah. him and his unreconciled feelings for Lauren, mm-hmm. and so she, I guess, gave him the go ahead for him to get on the phone and talk to Lauren. Mm-hmm. Which that that was not gonna end well. No, no, she should have known from that phone call she, to break up. With yeah, him. I wonder if she did. Because here, yeah, I mean, right. she could have yeah. never expected him to walk in right now and break up with the yeah, engagement. Yeah, mic back on. But yeah. I feel like, I wonder if deep, deep, deep down in her heart, yeah. she was wondering what happened with that conversation mm-hmm. on the phone with Lauren. Mm-hmm. Because there's no way, after him talking with Lauren, that he was going to get off that phone and be like, yep, Becca's the one. Right. Yeah, no. I don't think so. No, no way. Just hearing Lauren's voice would probably just make him melt. I was just thinking just now, did he even hear Lauren's voice? What the fuck does she sound like on the phone? <clears throat> that bitch don't talk in real life. Right. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Anyway. And so he says, you know, when I, we left Peru, I was honest with how conflicted my feelings were. Mm-hmm. That shit pissed me off. Yeah. Because that almost was like that, I told you. Yes. I told you I was going through this. It's, that's that's what I said earlier. He's using her. He is using her own words, her own actions, mm-hmm. her own forgiveness, and her own pure heart and throwing against it back, her. Throwing it back in her face. Oh, my God. This is the kind of shit that yeah. makes you never want to fall in love again. Yeah, it make you, this makes you have for real trust issues. Yeah. Yep. Because yep. he's thrown about, I, I told you, I had yep. these conflicted feelings. Mm-hmm. That ain't her problem. <laughs> so he's like, I just don't want to be half in with you. So then Becca says, are you going to be half in with her? And he says, no. Yeah. And that right there is the answer. That's despicable. That's that means it. that you had like one fourth of Ari. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that is horrible. That no that he gave her was that she never had a chance. Yeah. His heart was always with Lauren. Yeah. And it was never, Becca, you were never it. Which is disgusting because he got down on one knee. Yeah. And let her breathe. Ugh. You let her, she kept saying, whew. I feel relieved. I relax. I yeah. feel relieved. I can breathe now. I can relax. Mm-hmm. Mm. So then Becca, you know, she coming with a little shade. A little shady, shady for Lauren. She yeah. said... You told me you couldn't see a future with her. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't qualify how you fell in love with her. Mm-hmm. Uh hello. <laughs> Which I mean us either. Us either. Girl. We've been wondering the same damn thing. Yeah. So there's something he didn't tell Becca either. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, I was so conflicted in Peru and then Becca she was like, Well, you should have thought about whether you were ready to get engaged then. Right. Yeah. And that's the that's the ultimate thing. That's right. what Again, we keep saying this is the cherry on top that mm-hmm. he got down on one knee yeah. with looking very unsure about it. Yes. But still did it. You did not need to do that. You no. gave this girl a fairy tale ending, mm-hmm. a moment that she'll remember forever. And you were unsure then. Mm-hmm. That's gross. <laughs> this to me, this is what Ari is what we call a company man. Hmm. He is in the ABC Bachelor boat. Oh, okay. He yeah. follows the script. Yes. He goes yes. to the company policies yes. and procedures. Yes. Yep. Because yep. he didn't have to get engaged. No, he didn't. You don't have to do anything. No, no. no. You could pick nobody. When 
Brad Womack or whatever, he didn't yeah. use any of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not what he signed. That's not what he agreed upon with the producers, but that's nope. what he did. Yeah. When one fuck nigga Juan Pablo, you know, didn't say I love you and proposed to her at the end. Yeah. He was not going with the policy procedures. He did him. Ari, you did not have to get down on one knee. Nope. You don't have to be a company man. You don't have to do you not you didn't sign a blood oath to ABC. (laughs) The fuck? Oh my god. So Becca, she's just embarrassed. And she says it's so fucking embarrassing. You know, this is just gross. You shouldn't have gotten down on one knee. Mm-hmm. And then Ari's like, you know, I put a lot of thought behind this. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, you yeah. put more thought behind this decision than getting down on one knee. Yeah, he did. He really did. For real, because he decided that, as Lauren B. said, in three hours. Uh-huh. Yeah. Straight up. So, Becca, she's like, you know, I've heard enough. Yeah. She's like, I'm, okay, I'm done. And walks to the bedroom to pack up her bags. And basically, the next few minutes are just him chasing her around. <laughs> she's avoiding him. She's telling him over and over, please leave. Yeah. I don't want to see you. There's nothing more to say. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to look at you. Just it's not going to change anything. Yeah. Like, just leave. Just go. So he leaves at one point, and she's in the bathroom crying. This was sad. This was horrible. The door is closed. Her mic pack is still on. She's just crying. This reminds me of a um, Instagram story video that Amanda Seals put up today, which I highly recommend you guys follow Amanda Seals. She's very interesting and funny on Mm -hmm. Instagram. But she said... That when you build a future with someone and build a world with someone and then break up with them, it's like your earth has been snatched away from you. Mm. And so when you build a future and build a world with somebody, you can bring your bags, but you can never set them down. Mm. Don't set them down. Don't get too comfortable. And that's what she did. She set down her bag. She unpacked. She laid down on the bed. And what he did was literally suction all of the oxygen out of her world. Yeah. And now she can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're right. Yeah. She really settled down. She put her bag down. She just really... When she's... Every moment that she sighed and that she said, oh, I can finally relax... That really is what got me yeah. with Becca. Because I was like, oh my God, you can't. No. You can't. No. No. Absolutely <sighs> not. Ugh, that's terrible. So yeah, she's crying in the bathroom. Mic pack is on. I'm thinking, I'm like, bitch, take the mic, up, the mic pack off. <laughs> but then I was telling you off, off podcast, I think, not even just The Bachelor, but for reality shows, there's a thing against taking off your mic. Yeah. Like, you either get fined or you get... It's part of the agreement. Like, you can't just... Because if that can People be ripping off their mic pack. Oh, fuck that shit. And just rip off their mic pack. Yeah. And they do it on Housewives. They do it... Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um, Atlanta, they do it. Sometimes. They kind of... Cl- but even... Because even last episode, Kenya was in the bathroom. Yeah. Her mic pack was still on. Her mic pack was still yeah. on. Yeah. Same with they, they, You can hide from the cameras. Yeah. But taking off your mic pack yeah, is like a, a no. thing. Yeah. Like, you can't... You're not supposed to do it. I want to say this with the real world. Remember they all yeah. wanted to run around naked and they got the mic pack necklaces? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that started way back yeah. then. Yeah. So... Ari left and comes back. Yeah. He comes in again, still trying to, you know, find her and talk with her. 
you know, can we talk a little bit? He's rubbing her back. He's looking at her real condescending. Yeah. I don't like how he's looking at can her we at talk all. Talk and rubbing her. Becca and I said at the same time, "Don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> I literally like in Becca's shoes. Yeah, no, I, you're in the shower. Yeah, that's sweet. Yes, I said, "Don't touch me," because he's rubbing her back. <laughs> she ain't. She don't want this. Oh my God. So they finally sit to have a little chat again. She's crying. She's hiding her face in her shirt. I feel like my future was ripped away from me. Yeah. Ari, silence. Nothing. He came back inside to chat with her on the couch and still has nothing to say. Nothing. My God. And, like, in this moment, if you... So now we're sitting on this couch. You Mm -hmm. have all these things. Like, talk. justify why you're doing this to me right now yeah like we know why you're doing it we know the reason why you're doing it and she knows the reason why you're doing it but what you have said to her is throwing exactly what she said to you in justifying your feelings back in your face what you need to do is tell her how you landed here yeah walk me through the process Mm -hmm. Let's go back. Take me back to Peru. Yeah. Walk me through that morning. What was what was going through your head? What made you choose me? Yeah. And what made you not choose Lauren B? Mm-hmm. And now also walk me through this decision right here. Yeah. What is it that you're not getting from me that you're getting from her? And like this whole conversation is not a way like this fake conversation I'm envisioning in my head. <laughs> this is not a way for her to like win him back or no. Him. It's that I want him to be on the spot. Yeah. And I need you to use your motherfucking words. Yeah. Explain to me why you are breaking up an engagement right now right. and are ruining my entire world my right now. Whole world. And not that you're breaking up because you're you're done with me. You're going back to the other, other girl. girl. Yeah. You sit down here on this couch and you explain to me how you arrived here. And that other girl is so different from me. So how did that happen? happen? Thank you. <laughs> Walk me through this process. Oh, my God. And he's not. He's sitting there in silence. No. No. I don't know if he doesn't know or if he doesn't think she deserves that justification. It's because Ari, he's not good with his words. And I guess he doesn't care. I really think this guy's stupid. Like, he's not the most (laughs) intelligent. Honestly, I think he's the most intelligent. He's not very eloquent, not very articulate with his words at all. That he can't even really put into words yeah. how he arrived at this decision. So he's just kind of sitting there, and that's his, like, out. I'll just sit here kind of in silence. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think it's anything malicious. I just don't think he knows how to communicate. Yeah. Ugh, God. This is a nightmare. I can never be with somebody like no. this. Nope. Because I, I need all... I need the something as devastating as this. You need to come correct. Yeah. You ain't gonna be having me sitting here looking embarrassed as fuck. You got cameras in my motherfucking face. You requested. You serious? I'm ready to fight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting so like. Oh my god. I've never fought in my life, everybody. I sound like a very violent person. (laughs) (laughs) But I just feel so amped up. I'm ready to fight somebody because this is so unfair. So he's sitting there in silence and not giving her anything. And eventually he leaves. And that's when she finally took off her mic pack mm-hmm. and is like just crying. Officially done. Mm-hmm. Back in the studio audience, and Becca is there sitting, on, sitting the on the couch. She doesn't even look like her. No, 
in his very disturbing way. Yeah. Like, her face looks different. Her face? Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened, but, like... Does she dye her hair? Is her hair darker? I don't know. Is the makeup different? Her makeup is definitely different. She has way too much blush on and eyeshadow. She looks tired. She just looks, like, very tired, and maybe, like, she's been drinking too much or something. Like, dehydrated. Okay. That's what she looks, dehydrated. water. Yeah. Enough water, enough green vegetables. She's been crying a lot, so all yeah. the, all the, all the hydration is just gone. Leave, and mm. she has not been drinking enough water. Yeah. Doesn't look like she, she doesn't look like she slept since. She looks like that unhappy where it's manifested in you physically. Mm. And you look different. Yeah. She looks the way she feels. You don't look as pretty. Yeah. You know? It's a it's a thing. Yeah. Ugh. So, yeah, she's looking terrible. Mm. And says that she hasn't talked or heard from him since. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Me either. He probably had Lauren be waiting in Arizona right as soon as he got home. Mm -hmm. She said she cried and grieved um, for a few days. And then Chris is like, well, you know, Ari's here. We're going to talk to him. Do you have some questions? And she said, I have a ton of questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for her. And so tomorrow night on the tell-all after the after the final, final rose, rose yeah. whatever, we'll see. We will see Becca, Ari, and Lauren together. Oh my God! Sitting on the couch. What is that insurance? Oh jeez. Of Becca sitting across from Lauren. Right, not to choke that girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, this is just no. heart wrenching. It is terrible to watch. Just terrible. Mm-hmm. She don't. Nobody deserves this. No, this is horrible. Even if it was the reverse. Was yeah, the no. Movie. Still, I don't wish not. this on anybody. No, this is no. really, really bad. And Ari, ain't Ari, shit. You're garbage. Straight trash. And it's gonna come back to you. It's gonna. Yeah. Even if it doesn't come back to you directly, maybe it'll come back to your kids. You never oh, know. God. But this shit. Ooh, you put a hex on it. Listen. <laughs> She grabbed Ryan Seacrest by the chin. This all comes back to you now, Ari. Yeah. It does. You know, watch out, Ari. Mm-hmm. I wish I wish Becca told her told him mm-hmm. that psalm in the Bible. Mm-hmm. She might not know it. But I wish she just directly did it to him. What? Just stuck him with a verse. Oh a song. And any song. Any song. Any song. Lord. This is rough, guys. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Very triggering. Triggering. I'm sweating. And (laughs) (laughs) I am. I really am. Triggering, unfair. Just, I mean, Ari's just been a lame dud this whole season. Mm -hmm. And can we? I mean, are we surprised about the ending? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, Yeah, I thought he was gonna pick Lauren. So yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mm -hmm. but. Am I surprised that he, like, ain't shit and can't speak whatsoever? Ever. I'm surprised that he can't speak at all. Like, <laughs> he can't talk at all. Like, he rehearsed whatever he said to her in that first five minutes of that clip, and that's it. He had nothing else left. To say. That is crazy. Him and Lauren B meant to be. They sure are. What do they talk about? They don't talk about shit. They sit there in silence. And they silence. The two. <laughs> they talk about that and the other one. The two of them are not communicative person people at all. No, that's not what he needs. Yeah, that's not what he needs. You mean Lauren B is not what he needs? No, he doesn't need somebody who's communicative. I guess. <laughs> so they're just gonna sit in silence until yeah, they're just gonna sit and make out. God. Walk the dogs. 
So that's that, guys. That's that. So we're gonna watch the finale tomorrow, yep. and we are going to recap with Sienna. And that episode will be up by Friday. Mm-hmm. Please rate, review, subscribe. Yep. Let us know your thoughts. Send Please us an email. Do. Send us an email on this one. Because we, I know all Justine's thoughts. She knows all of mine. I want to yeah. know how you guys feel mm-hmm. about this finale and your take on this. And as always, hit us up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Our handle is the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. And also, if you want to send us an email about your thoughts or even your experiences with fuck niggas, mm-hmm. email us at the number two black girls, the number one Rose at gmail.com. All right, guys. Woo, we made it through. We made it. One more, it. one more little special to get through. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. 